0: Welcome to Animal Empathy, where we decode the language of animals for deeper connections. I'm Paloma Berci, your host and an animal communicator since 2001. Join me as we explore heartwarming stories, unspoken bonds and the magic of truly understanding our animal friends. For more about me, visit SpeciesSpace.com. Let's dive in together on this wild journey. Today I have a special guest, Shukriye Louis. She is one of my former animal communication students. And we have known each other for almost 20 years. Shukri grew up in Switzerland, but now lives in Mauritius. And there she is very committed to nature and animals. Some time ago, the dolphins contacted me and asked me to ask Shukriye for an interview. And of course I did. So, here we are. Welcome to the show, Shikri. Please introduce yourself and tell us what you do in Mauritius.
1: Hello, Paloma. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Yes, you already said, you introduced me correctly. I'm a nature lover and I was always, since my early childhood, um, connected to the animals or the animal kingdom. I can also call myself probably a, <laughs> an idealist so you know I'm like someone who wants to like um rescue the world and do changes and I really I really love nature so this is also why we met actually because of my Siberian husky I came in your animal communication workshops I I love that that was a it was a great time so what happened afterwards with my dog? Um, that I was already into animal communication, and um, I was always interested in nature. So I also um did um become a shamanic counselor and a feng shui counselor, and later on, I'm a life coach as well. Yeah, and you say it already. I grew up in uh, Switzerland. That's right. So. Also in the woods and outside outdoors, I love. Um, I love still to be. Uh, I'm still an outdoor girl, but I was always close to the oceans as well. So that's why I choose Mauritius, my home island, because I have also Turkish roots because of my father. And uh, I was always, I think, every year we went to the to the to the sea, to the beaches, and I was fascinated. With um, mm-hmm. the sea world, yeah, I can say also. Um, actually, later in my um, teenage years, I become more like an activist, and I had this call of the sea, like an inner pooling. I can only describe it that way. Uh, I think it's also because I really love, um, like today's topic our dolphins and and sea habitants in general but also like the whales and i always felt like a closer connection it was it was kind of a soul family for me and i see myself as a connector between the worlds between the you know countries and worlds in the in the meaning of uh, also in the spiritual connection way you know that's also my life purpose to um to share kind of the wisdom or the awareness and gratitude for
0: nature and to protect the animals of course right you told me that yeah you you had some special encounters with dolphins even in switzerland didn't you
1: yes yes i was privileged to work in a animal park and it was a kind of a, Uh, place we had different animals also the Dolphinarium I was there because I was invited for an interview as I applied as a sea lion and dolphin trainer but it was not that I thought seriously they would choose me because I never worked with animals in the sea right I had just dogs and pets in general like rabbits rabbits and uh, cats Um, but I had this call to apply there for the job application. So I was invited, I remember I went there and when I saw, I saw this bottlenose dolphins, um, I felt such a connection. But of course I told them, you know, it's not logic to work here because I don't have experience and and it's actually very far from home. (laughs) Um, But they showed me a picture over the head and I felt like in a casting, like in an interview, that they choose with whom they want to work. Like um, I think I believe also pets choose their their people or their human. I think mean, you can tell me more about that. Uh, if you are a dog owner, it's I think it's more the opposite, right?
0: Right. Yes, animals yeah. usually choose you, not you choose the animals.
1: Yeah, I think. Well said. Yes, and I was working there. Um, I was lucky that the park was closed. We had a really good time. I learned a lot um, from these animals there. We had, like, there was no shows going on. We could play, we could um, entertain actually the dolphins. What happened is that I was always, you know, you, you're in your mind and you see them in a close capture place. And I was very sad for them. I said, what else can we give? What else can we do? Um, I remember we tried like a um, new style of feeding to keep them curious. And also like in a playful way, I remember I was so sad one day. I hear the voice telling me, but... Why you're so worried you're the you're the person or you're the the being with the legs you can go and move you can share the message so I become very close to one of the dolphins and if you believe or not he become my mentor I I can say spiritual guide or, or um like totem or animal spirit, but it was really like more it was a mentor mm. and afterwards. I got the feeling I should move move on, and I was sent to visit their. Um, they mention it this way: their wild sisters and brothers in the sea. Wow! And that's why.
0: That's why I came to Mauritius. And in Mauritius, you thought you would meet dolphins, <laughs> and uh, they would be just happy and, and free and everything but the reality was different.
1: Yeah yeah yeah. true it was um, you know I was already doing I was already a diver by this time and I visited like over do- dozens times uh, Maldives you know this little islands you've been there as well it's like you you just you're just on the border on the edge at the beach and then you see all these big fishes even you go snorkelling and i had this um i i really had not um an idea how it would be when i came then to a bigger island with more tourists um on the sea and then we we we've been lucky i was working on a catamaran after a while that's a story behind but when i was a tourist by this time saw that there were some boats going for dolphin watching so I was on a catamaran there was a dolphin surfing on the book in front and it was very special that morning because I felt he just came to say hi because of me (laughs) it was it was it was a nice encounter Uh, I was also Afterwards, I told, I told exactly, I told my friends in the hotel, yeah, you should do that. You should go on a catamaran. It was the best day of my life, you know, sailing along the coast. And we went for dolphin watching, but I didn't know that we will see dolphins. It was just my experience. So they told me it was actually, it's funny, I'm from Switzerland. It was Austrian and German. We rebooked one more time a a, a catamaran outing. And what happened this time, next time we went there, I joined them. We saw um, a big school of spinner dolphins. And this time, I really was the first time in the water. What happened is that I could hear them, you know, with this very sweet, high vibrational sound, Mm. pitching sound um and it was it was kind of magic so i was here as you as you know now at first as a tourist to check out the island and then end of my trip i said of my holidays i i told myself um actually i asked the question to the dolphins especially to my mentor i asked myself why i was here what what why i had to be here because I I knew I had to visit the dolphins in the sea. So it was a nice holiday, of course. So what next? <laughs> I want to know more behind the mission. So that last day, really, no joke, last day, um, we went again out on sea. I was on a catamaran and I remember it was, um, the boat we supposed to go out didn't um, go out that day. So we had to choose another one. And mm. I was a bit shocked because I said, oh, wow, nothing uh, was planned. So a crew asked us if we want to join their catamarans. We said, yes, of course, because we came here all the way. Why not? Um, that day was only half trip and we did not see all morning long dolphins. Um, that was also very special because you see them actually really every day here in the bay mm. or somewhere next to it. So what happened is that they extended, they had to move to Port Louis, to the harbour, to take the boat out that day. It was their last trip. And we've been privileged to stay on board. We, we, we had the chance to continue the trip. And uh, what happened then next is that in the afternoon, really, there was a magic moment. We met bottlenose dolphins, a family of three, a mother, father, and a little calf. Mm. and i don't know what why again me again i have no clue why i'm in this situation <laughs> i was the only one in the water near the lighthouse on the coast and i really saw this little little dolphin baby or calf looking at me and i could feel the mom pushing and saying no 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 continue continue you know it's like it's just a tourist uh, <laughs> and there was a magic moment because I don't know if anyone else had this um experience. That's why I'm sharing that. I was swimming with them along side by side, and only after a while, which I cannot describe else, then I forgot space and time. I felt like in a bubble. Mm. I forgot everything. I didn't know if I breathed, if I moved, how I did, because i I was very far from. Um, the cotton around by this time I was alone in the middle of the Indian Ocean and I say to myself really I remember um, oh gosh I am tired how did I breathe I need to pause I cannot continue I don't know where I got this energy and I really believe I was I was like uh, pulled by them I don't even know if I, my my head was over water or not you know you paddle with your fins Um, you have your snorkel mask and scuba on and I remember in my mind saying to myself and to them by speaking to the dolphins I say okay um, you know I need to say bye now because I'm tired (laughs) and I say bye because I'm flying home tomorrow I need to go back to the boat I cannot follow you and I hear a voice a voice you know you cannot describe answering me saying to me oh you know why should we say bye anyway you come back right I was <laughs> so confused everything was so confusing but um the funny story behind is really I was like when I climbed the boat I was kind of high i cannot describe it differently than you are in another you are in another other space you know you were like so happy so <laughs> peaceful like so relaxed and thinking about that moment with this uh, family dolphins of in the sea um they had also these black spots uh common bottlenose dolphin but i never saw them afterwards but they they've been right because it was today um the captain spoke to me he became many years after many many years after my husband actually but that day he offered me a job on the boat and i was really three weeks later (laughs) i was back wow every day in the sea with dolphins really every day it's almost not possible not to meet the dolphins yeah that was a magic story and then later i worked and i dedicated myself um to help them you know like in this uh, dolphin tourism industry to protect them That that became my mission <clears throat> because i saw that early morning they are kind of hunted you know, people want to swim with them, and it has to be in a proper way. It has to be organized,
0: right? They're chased by the boats, yeah, or
1: exactly. I call it really like dolphin hunting, but from tourists. And this this became like my, I think almost ten years now, my main mission, to educate people and to work with different NGOs, and I also um, become a director of my own NGO. So we're working on um educating people and tourists and skippers and we're working on translation of flyers so that we can do it in a proper way. And this is very important now to mention also for the whales, all the animals, we have turtles in the north, you know, the people try to feed them, to attract them. I think worldwide we can we can see that with stingrays, mantas, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. whale shark documentation people jump on in the water almost on them
0: so it's a serious issue
1: yeah we have really to be aware of that and work this out
0: yeah and you are educating tourists and you are educating the local people as well so exactly so
1: we've um for example i created um or discovered that people who want to come mostly like from europe they prefer even to pay more if it's like a quality, if it's a good service, and sometimes um agents here like selling a dolphin trip, um uh, like a nice um you know like in like in a in a zoo uh, an activity you come you have for guarantee the dolphins and you can almost touch them and it's magic, but this is not the reality. They are they are in a. They are socializing in the bay. They are resting in the bay. They need to go hunting. They need fishing. They have their lives. Mm. So we are coming into their world without being almost, actually not invited. And this is a very, very serious issue. So when I have my um, seminars or retreats, we really um, do it in a special way that we connect first mentally. We do mental in a work, like meditation and animal communication, we um, introduce ourselves. We go out with kayaks, so when they are not, you know, not interested in us, they can always go away. This is very funny, actually, when you see then some speedboats coming, and they are able to um, actually how how to explain. They actually play with the tourists.
0: Yeah, so, they, fool, they fool them.
1: Aether, <laughs> yes. either they, they like them, mostly like, you know, children or um, people who have an open heart. They come, they come really close. They are interested, they are curious. But if they don't like, they just, you know, they, they come up somewhere and then everyone jumps in the water. And then they are just on the other side of the bay or, you know, just like... <laughs> Not logic, but somewhere showing up, and they know, they know, they know how to deal with. Because I remember, I was, I was one day in the sea with them, and I was asking the question because every time I feel like, wow, we just take, you know, we just take the humans, we take nature, we take this kind of activities or animals or um, beautiful um, places like that. We take, we consume, you know. Can only explain it that way. So it's for free. We can just come and take and, and consume. And then it was like I, I felt a bit guilty, like feeling I should return something. I should give something back. Like you're on the beach and you're sitting, and then you you collect some rubbish, you know, you, you give something back to nature. That's normal. So I remember I asked this question to the dolphins, and they told me, you know, um. Don't worry about us, but we are we are the sea. They say it in this word. We are the angels of the sea. But go, go there, go, go back, and take care of the angels of the streets, because they they don't have help if we put um, money on in the water. You know we cannot we cannot clean really the water with our hands. We cannot in the moment we cannot really do something. Of course, we can always treat them respectful, like um, not chasing them, all this, but it was an interesting connection that they guided me actually to the projects of dog sterilization and feeding and stray cats, um, actually also same like uh, sterilization. I was surprised <laughs> and <laughs> it's a really huge problem here. And I think worldwide a little bit more or less you know, sometimes you just need to give back. Maybe it's not the spot, but in another place or someone else in need.
0: Yes, it's very it's very important to give back. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and learned a big
1: lesson from to, that day.
0: Yes. Yeah, to treat nature and and animals and and uh, basically everybody with respect.
1: Mm-hmm. It's very important that we think about how can we do that in a small way or even in front of the house door, doesn't need to be big things. We don't need to be all members of um, organizations and be activists, you know, but it can, it can start in, in small ways. Just be aware like, so why do we do what we do or how we treat our pets? Like always, I have a I have a soaring heart when I see like birds in a cage, you know, for example, or fish in a glass. But mm. this is me, this is just me. So everyone can can think about, okay, how could I treat my pet better? What does he need? Um, this is also a question we could ask. In a,
0: yeah, it doesn't in a have bit. to be a big thing. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be a big thing at all. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm. What can I do? Yeah, every everybody can do something. Everybody yeah. can do something. And, you know, a lot of people say, yeah, but, you know, uh, it's... Just me, and what difference can i oh, do yes, exactly. and but when when you look at the beach at uh, a wonderful yeah. beach, then you see and you see the sand, and mm-hmm. I mean, the sand is is uh, is is oh, how old is sand, right? yeah, sand, sand made it's amazing. it's mm-hmm. this sand sand course, yes so
1: important
0: yeah every sand corn is so important for the beach it matters
1: it matters everyone yeah it, uh, every single ones...
0: one matters
1: yeah exactly yeah this is reminds me on the story i was in maldives once and we we had them um, like trash bags handed out from the agent and telling us bring your rubbish back you bring your pet bottle bottles and i think batteries it was only that, or like I think if you have some cream bottles as well, bring that back. We collect it for you at the airport, and we we um we fly it back to Switzerland or Europe. So I did that, and I remember I was sitting in the boat, and then I I found myself being the only one doing that in the group after my my holidays. And I was asking the the travel guide also, what's wrong here? Why you don't you don't motivate your your tourists the people to collect more or bring more back and then as you say he he really answered me um he said really seriously i think that would be just a drop on a hot stone it's like it doesn't matter but if we have like a million um tourists a year traveling anywhere if it's if it's a seychelles or maldives or mauritius it matters right yeah and also it's it's just also like an ethical thing does how how can we say how can we make them responsible for our trash and i hear or read last time i think it's only 10 percent that pet bottles actually are really we recycling yes but then also um we what what's happening with the rest of the plastic so this is something we need to be aware of because Animals also like um, plastic bags. They think it's um it's a squid or um, a calamar and they eat. They, they die. They suffer, and we yeah. are responsible for that. We need to be aware what we do to nature. Yes, so it's our home. And I remember one time I'm I'm doing a sustainable garden in our school. And it's wonderful that uh, their children are actually uh, motivated because what do we need in this world actually to learn if every school could do that we need to grow food we need to have clean water um, yeah maybe build a shelter could be nice right <laughs> how, how yeah if we know how to do it it's important so now we're growing a sustainable garden to um to feed actually all the children so we cook the the vegetables at school and then we go to other schools who are not so privileged or have not that sources to to collaborate and we also having like a sister school mm-hmm. and it gave me so much hope because these kids these children invited us and I remember I was asking the student um it's a it's um. It's a class, they do it since many years and they are like, they, they even won prizes. I asked them, so how do you do recycling? How do you recycle? Uh, they told me, no, we don't do recycling. We, we do the non-zero waste, you know? So I was so happy to see that there is a lot we can do. I think they use like old fabrics and they do bags. They don't bring. Um, they don't use tissue, and you know, like, um, like uh, for their lunches, they don't even have plastic, um, plastic containers. They do. They do go and clean and wash, wash up their proper dishes. That, that made a big impression to me. So this is what we do now. We collaborate, and then later on, our school will go out and teach another neighbor school. So it has to start with us, right?
0: Yes, right. That's right. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, zero waste. zero waste, zero waste, zero waste yeah. mentality. That's really fantastic. Yes, I
1: think that's the best idea ever. And then I, I think we can learn a lot from dolphins in general. It's not only like they connecting me to the children. You know, they they go say and in our in our NGO we um we we actually re, um, regenerate money out of ecotourism. Mm. But like they told me, go and feed or take care of the angels of the sea. We also um, try to educate people in the village and go and do a lot of projects. And I, I love that. we it, it comes actually from, it's human made, you know, the organization, but the ideas are uh, so generous coming from the, from the living creatures in the sea like go go there they need you mm. and I was very impressed yes. yes but of course we need to take care of our dolphins too we we have oh to
0: definitely yes yes mm-hmm. yes yeah, what I what I have learned from the animals is that they actually mm-hmm. see the big picture yeah they see yeah. they see the big picture and they can really tell you as you say you go there and do that and uh, you then go there and do that you know and uh, yeah. sort of we we just have our you know our our t- tunnel view you know we just yes, see a certain a certain amount of things but, but i have learned from the animals they see the big picture so that's why yeah. i per- personally really also listen to the animals and I ask very often the animals questions. That uh, yeah, I know I will get an answer from them.
1: Oh, that's beautiful, said. Yeah, that's actually really the main thing. Because uh, what what I also learned one day, they told me, don't worry,
0: mm. um, because
1: animals in general, they're just in the moment. But it was so interesting because one time I was in the bay with my husband with my little boy. We had the double kayak we um paddled outside and I remember they, there was a lot of um spinner dolphins and I was with them in the water and I remember they've been everywhere but but in a sudden it um, turned I don't know what happened they disappeared and and I was like wow. feeling oh gosh I was in the bay somewhere somewhere I couldn't see just very small my husband on the Paddle, he was not worried about me i think they've been singing there and having a good time without me <laughs> I, was th- I was thinking oh gosh so what would i do if um, the current took me out or um i was drifting away or close to the shores to the waves and how would i swim back it's so far and i had all this 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 um thoughts in my mind and it was like a little moment of um I don't want to say I panicked <laughs> I was never afraid in the sea but it was a, such a weird moment that I said yes yeah, true and I cannot look down because the bay um, the entrance of the river has this dark sand and uh, normally we have coral beaches but there is this black sand and it's really not so clear it's <laughs> like maybe it's clear but it looks dark <laughs> it looks dark. And then I was like, oh, what about sharks? I know they are sharks. And I felt so weird because I never, I was never afraid of sharks. And I saw a lot of them by while diving. But I remember I got this immediately answer from coming from the dolphins, um, telling me, don't worry, because we never worry as well. If you're hungry, we just eat. If you're tired, we just sleep. And if you feel even angry or scared yes this is in the moment but tomorrow we will not say remember yesterday how freaky it was and scary and you know in the past then and then or in the future and if we eat a fish too much today we don't worry that we eat a fish too much and tomorrow there will be one less right Mm. so this is like typical human thinking that we worry about our income and health and this and that, and what neighbors say. It was so interesting. That's mm. that's in the moment, being in the moment. You can learn so much from them,
0: that's and right.
1: So, I mean, they are strong. We don't have to forget as well. Um, we always think, I mean, I grew up with these movies, the series Flipper. Everyone maybe, Yes, Fli- yeah, Flipper. Yeah. I
0: remember that one. I grew up oh. with that one as well.
1: Oh my God, that was lovely to watch. But then, of course, now you know how the movie is made. Um, actually, um, Rico Berry, I remember he was a very nice influence. By this time, he, there is um, a whole generation like aware that animals are wonderful, right? To, to be together. But then in the end, the, it has a price. They pay a price. We have a lot of movies like that. Even what was the Orca movie, Free Willy and other Mm. movies. So what I got from my childhood, and I still see in lots of adults, they think that dolphins are just cute and sweet. They're not. And happy. So don't forget, they are wild animals. They don't want to be touched. They don't want to be actually maybe so close Um, Because they don't need, they can scan, they can scan people with their frequency. Um, They are very, very smart. I always say, I mean, don't take it wrong, but I, I always think they are smarter than us because they have this big, huge brain and they have this loving heart and they are just like incredible wise. So they know what they do. And we don't have to forget that when we encounter with wild animals, they're wild animals, so treat them with respect. And right. um, in general, but also in the same in the same chapter, maybe we can also mention that sharks—they are not all scary, like from the movie *Coming the White Shark*, where the there was this episodes or movies mm. telling us the stories that sharks are bad and scary. I mean, yes, They're they are not. They can be dangerous, but they are shy actually. They don't want to do anything with humans and they're even night active. So it's funny when people ask me, are there sharks in the water? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, <In> the <laughs> hopefully there are sharks in the water.
1: Yes. yes. And most of the time when I was diving here, I never saw sharks. But funnily, when I was swimming with dolphins. But the funny thing is really that they are they are collaborating. They are collaborating. Um, they have this ecosystem and underwater all this diversity they work together they need each other
0: right they know
1: they know they they all um need each other but they also kind of know how to um move along live along right
0: mm. and yeah we
1: don't we are not aware so we need to study that a bit more
0: yeah, the underwater world is really very special. Mm-hmm. I I remember the first time I snorkeled in the Indian Ocean. It was mm-hmm. on the Maldives. It was mm-hmm. a completely different world. I mean, when I went into the water and started snorkeling and I went on the water, you know, with my head, it, it was just completely silent. It was yeah. just fascinating, it's just fascinating. Yeah. So it, it is a completely different world. So how how have you lived it? How how would you describe it? It's actually the same. Um,
1: I remember when I was a child, we had to cross from one city to uh, the. I think it was the Marmara Sea in in Turkey from Istanbul. And I remember the sea was very black, and I remember always being a little bit afraid. If I don't see land, I was wondering. What's on the water? What's going on in the water? I was so curious, but I didn't know because I was—I didn't know this world down there. And I just knew this movie. And I always felt, felt like if the ship goes down, will I be eaten by sharks? A lot <laughs> all these weird stories. But I remember when I um, went diving in my younger years, the first time also in Maldives, I was so fascinated and you don't need mm. to dive you can just snorkel just put your head on the water yeah. with goggles or a mask you don't need to be a good swimmer it's just like open your eyes and look down i felt so good i felt i felt much better with my head under water than on the water and, <laughs> and you say it it's peaceful it's calm it's 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 paradise it's a it's a magic world everything like like um just the system of even the colors and everything in function and everything has has his uh, everyone has his little job you know like in a in a city the animal and fish with the with the anemones and then the the crabs in the sand and the coral you know when you when you put even your ears on the water you can hear a little crack crack um like like fish chewing sand or corals. don't know if you had this moment
0: yeah i i, I heard yeah. i've heard that as well yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's fascinating i think
1: mothers in general in on an island when you see them bigger fishes or turtles or mantas
0: yeah fascinating. yes so yeah. have you had any special encounters with dolphins on the water yes
1: yeah, so i was really lucky to have a lot of time dolphins um, I met them alone and I always feel like I have to introduce myself and open my heart and then you you also don't we, we mentioned it you don't, you don't chase them I watch them so I swim by side and then what is interesting they, they come they really come closer also with whales it's the same actually you try to be in distance, but then they come because they're so curious, and it's it sometimes almost scary, so close. Like okay, <laughs> they didn't mean it. But when they come, they really observe you, and I see that um, with spinner dolphins mostly. It's a big school of, you know, like huge animals. You think um, they are small, but two meter twenty, they are larger than you, right? They are strong, mm. so they're sending out. I feel. I call them the oldest. They they look like soldiers, really. Like they come, they observe you, they check you out left and right from both sides. But then um, you feel like you feel like in a scanning machine, you know. You go like a, through a pass control, <laughs> um, and then then they let the younger dolphins or the the families, the mothers with the calves, pass you. And this is such a moment you know you're like in the middle of this um this families of, of dolphins and then also you have of course the teenagers they do what they want they jump around they come or not and this <laughs> is also very nice i remember one time i saw um tourists swimming you know they try to really chase them like i want the photo. i want the picture i want to be close i don't see them where they are and the one time i was just standing or, or floating in the water and i looked down I saw a um, bottlenose dolphins looking upstairs. And I don't want to say they've been laughing at the tourists or laughing them out, but it was they make they made some fun. They they looked at these humans um and I looked up as well. I I've, i also had a giggle. It was funny because I realized how weird it looked. <laughs> Chaotic. And and they also know. That um, they can go anytime, somewhere, but they are so passion passionately with us because they don't need to show up. They don't need to be here. Mm. If they have enough, they just go out. They just leave the lagoon or they you know, they just dive under because they can stay almost a half an hour on the water. So they they know what they do, and I know when I bring sometimes I'm with children or other people who have an open heart. You know, you can stay in the water, and they surround you like for hours. Sometimes I need to go out in the boat. Ooh, we have to make a break and drink something mm. because they, they, they are interested. They, I believe, they're calling, they're choosing their people, yes. and if they don't want, they don't want. They yes. Do so this is my experience. So actually, I never make advertising because I don't want to be part of this commercial. Thing mm. I really I really want to mention that because people they got really rich with all these animal um, encounters, even also like in parks, you know, where you have lion walking. And I don't know what else, mm. you know, elephants and zebras and camel ridings and stuff. I think you should really not make um, business with animals. But this is my this is my uh, belief. But when I'm in the water and I see um, they're showing up, they're swimming around the boat and I'm in the water, I'm observing and they're still around, they're quite calm and relaxed. Then we know we are invited. Mm -hmm. Because even what I'm proud of, sometimes we have a group in a retreat and we feel, oh, we are maybe too much people and there's less dolphins or there's a boat or two more. So we say, no, no, thank you. We don't go in the water. which is grateful that we see, we watch them, we observe them, and this is also our plan that we will do more monitoring in the mm-hmm. future. And also, we have like um, we we have the chance to listen to them with underwater um, hydrophonic forms. It's a special underwater phone. Even the whales, you know, you can hear them from miles, mm. like clicks or singing. I mean, this is also our duty and job to see in which weather conditions they show up, which kind of dolphins, which season. So I have even a scientist from Germany. He's studying with me, um, the the thermo technical encounters. So mm-hmm. this is what we do. New and we also do volunteer holidays. So people who are coming, they helping. You know, like they. I don't want to say the work they work working the holidays <laughs> working can, holidays yeah yeah i mean that's a, you, know, <laughs> you don't call it they can grow vegetable on a farm they can feed animals they can help in our projects we do a mangrove reforesting also we have an animal farm like um, rescue horses from the horse races mm. they need to be fed they need to be taken care so, we can also plant trees because we need to do something, right? This is all what um, I believe we should do in exper- experimental ways yeah. and um, give back on holidays and yeah. instead of sitting on the beach or lying in a hotel lobby having a drink. <laughs> and then you saw the island, you saw the island, you did something. You can go, you can come back and watch your tree grow or. Animal you rescued
0: yeah right? that's that's wonderful that's actually a mm-hmm. wonderful idea yes when when you were talking about that um dolphins actually choose whether they want to meet people or not, mm-hmm. I was just remembered um of an uh, of an encounter my then husband and I had on the maldives. I had completely forgotten about it it just came back into my mind as you were as you were talking about that and that was we we were in the water we were near the beach and we were actually standing in the water so it was very near the beach and then we saw some tourists coming towards us really very you know very hectic and First, we just saw the tourists. Then we saw this little shark trying to escape them. And the shark was swimming right towards us. So I just looked at my husband and said, look, we're going to we need to actually protect that shark. And he goes like, what? And I said, yes. (laughs) So what we did is we stood in front of the shark. Those tourists came towards us. And we just said stop. You turn around right now. Yes. Or you're really into trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's a good I I, I mean everybody can do everybody can do something. And if you see something like that when you are in on holidays, you can really also protect and stand up for nature, stand up for the animals. I think that's important. Very well said.
1: I love that. I mean, I mean this action. I can see it. It was like a little. I felt like when the dogs are hiding behind the owner, but they're supposed to protect, and it was like uh, finding finding protection. He he got your energy, or the shark really understood you protecting. He was not shy to come to you. I love that because also. Well, this morning I am um, kind of getting getting um. It was a message, actually. I it was. I remembered when we had our oil spill disaster between the two lockdowns. It was so horrible mm. um, in the east when the dolphins died and they've been stranding and all this. And since then, we are working on um like a first aid, animal rescue and training um sessions with specialists worldwide mm. with different organizations. We will start in Mauritius and then we have it in neighbor on neighbor islands. I remember then I also saw in the lagoon um a dolphin actually coming along to the shore. And I remember I saw a lot of videos from in the news when the coast guard tried to pull dolphins back in the sea because they've been stranding. And mm. it came to my mind. All these years when I was living in Switzerland, we had lots of um, kind of, I was a member of one organization and they, they studied the whale and dolphin stranding in the Mediterranean Sea. And people always think like, oh, they are so stupid. We should push them back. They, they don't know where to go. Or maybe the leader was not orient in, in a good phase and could find the orientation. But actually what we don't know or don't think about is the underwater noise, mm. pollution. noise pollution. And it reminds me that also we have to think about this because we don't know why the shark came in. Maybe it was used to pass and then the passage was blocked. But also why it happens. Why does it happen that we have all these strandings of big wise creatures and right. they are actually old they know where to go. We mm. have we have really a situation that it's it's uh, alarming underwater all these sonar systems from submarines and I don't know these eco loads. Um what happened in our situation when we had the oil disaster, I even got the message about um like oil um drillings.
0: Mm. I don't know
1: how it works. They do I was in touch with um, specialists in Mexico and everywhere in the world. About um, that situation, how can we how can we rescue the dolphins here, or how can we protect them? And I remember one of them told me that there's a new system with like laser um, system. They they drill holes. So there's so many we are not aware, and we could think about in future, also in general about the sea and their their habitants. Um, we should think about, and it's only—I remember—we could only get the dolphins stranding. They, we tried to protect them, we tried to rescue them, but we don't know what else outside died there by an explosion or whatever happened. Right. So this is very sad that we even we are not aware what's going on
0: yeah. in the
1: sea. And this is another topic we should.
0: Yeah, that's, so an, that's yeah see. exactly. The sea, the yeah. ocean, is actually another topic, mm-hmm. and um, we we already agreed that we will have another interview, and we will talk about the sea itself mm-hmm. as a living exactly. being, as a living creature. Yes, we're gonna do that in in the future, definitely. Yeah. Anyone so, so, but what what can we humans learn from dolphins?
1: Oh, we can learn a lot of things. Um, we already we already um, used that in the moment um, sentence that we can we can learn to be in the moment to be aware. They also uh, actually they are I don't want to say fun but they can be very curious about life. They are still serious animals, right? But we can learn about not to worry too much, not to um, think overthink because for them also family is important. Mm. In- in the moment and and um, maybe also what I always connect with a dolphin is like chase your dreams Uh, I had in my retreats the slogan don't dream your life life your dreams life is now and I got this from my dolphin friends because it's like this is what we never do we we never do the in the moment living and living our dreams we're sitting in a trap right we think yeah when we are older or when we have money or when the kids are out of house or i don't know this and that no it's the now um we can learn also a lot of other things mostly of course respect for nature Mm. and and being um being connected being being um aware of that we need each other we have maybe to ask sometimes for help, but we also have to give. We also can think about um, a collaboration because we are we are one, we are one system. and the family of a dolphin or a dolphin school, you see how how they are um, organized. you know, it's a big social social thing going on there. Mm-hmm. they They are really uh, very familiar. I think we can also learn a lot about this that uh, we are one. This is a very big, big message today I got. Yeah, do what you can, you know, do the little things because it matters. It's not that little. Like you say, the one little sand corn on the beach matters. Yes. To make a beach happen. Yes. Yes. Because we are all connected. And I remember when I was asking the children in the students at this uh, special school, who are coming as a guest of honor soon on our environmental week. I invited them with the principal. They said to me, "Um, you know, for us, it's so normal. We do something for nature. And I was asking, so why, why are you, um why are you interested also to teach other children? So what's your motivation? And they told me, yeah, you know, why not? I mean, it's our home. It's our Island. It's, it's where we live. Of course we have to take care. And wow, that's
0: life- that's <laughs> nice when children think like that. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Of
1: course, you know. That's what I love. And um, I think we can also learn a lot of from from the moments. I mean it's it's not nice to think about it, but if you think but they kind of um I don't want to say respect but they they let us for example, sometimes observe them or swim with them or meet them, they don't, They wouldn't need, they, they don't need to show up. Mm. And if they show up, they could disappear. But sometimes I really feel there's also kind of people that they choose, they want to connect. And maybe these people, they just need in the right moment, this experience out there with the dolphins. I hear a lot of stories with children um, I remember one time there was someone he had a neck um, neck pain or issue a nerve block blockage, mm-hmm. and he swam with dolphins and afterwards he was feeling that the pain um, disappeared slowly, and I really believe they have this frequency. I don't want to say healing, but they have that they have this magnetic. I don't know how it works magnetic. Um, frequency that they can throw on us because they can't even scan us. Mm. I remember when when I was pregnant and I was in the water. Oh gosh, I, they they couldn't stop being with me because actually they've been not with me. They they've been just interested in my baby, my womb.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> it was like it was so funny. Um, even when I was working in this animal park, I could see the connection they have to to pregnant ladies and children they really love an open heart and they can even spot if someone has cancer or other issues i see a lot of things going on and i see also how happy people are we can think about that um as well if someone wants to really think about coming and swimming with dolphins and they ask themselves please why what's what's their motive right this Mm. is also something question we could ask
0: yeah yeah definitely
1: so of course be aware with who with which encounter you go out because i work with different ngos um and i know in switzerland there's one agent he already put in magazines in the in the travel guides not to in um not to to go and visit parks with animal in captivities like that like zoos and all this Mm. and uh, we're also working on this with the dolphins that it's um, very important people are brief the skipper keeps his distance we let them you know be there having their social moments and um, feel free and not like we see in pictures that People coming with their boats everywhere and cutting their ways. I saw fins. I saw fins. they have been cut from propellers. Oh. It's it's shocking. I was in the water and I saw a speedboat rushing over me. I was filming that, actually. And I see jumping, a group of people jumping in the dolphins. And oh. they are little, they're having little calves with them. They're having newborns and they try to protect. And I remember when we were we just... Um, switching off the engine, sitting in the boat, watching them. They came by themselves and the the little one calf baby was jumping. It was still a rose underneath. <laughs> I think it was really fresh born. And it was like presenting, you know, like don't come in the water. You don't need to get and grab and take. Yeah. It showed you we are here. This is so important, this respect with each animal, even if it's a pet.
0: Yeah it's not oh yes not we have property. we have yeah we Very have to <laughs> yeah we have to it's respect a, our pets definitely it's yes
1: it's not yours no it's, you no
0: you an animal <laughs> an animal is never yours it's it no. lives with you it has chosen to live with you yeah. but it's not your property definitely not
1: exactly this is also what i learned it's always an honor even like when we have whales showing up this is such an honor you know, to to meet them. Because they don't need, they they can see, they can, they can feel a boat coming. They can hear mile white that something is coming. I mean, if you see them, it's not by accident or it's not by, oh, we are so good, we we are so good in observing, we found the animal. <laughs> I believe this animal can disappear in this big, big ocean if he wants, you know. I mean, mostly a whale which can really dive and the dolphins may be less when they are trying to rest in a bay, but also they are able to move, to move away.
0: If Mm -hmm. they have
1: enough, they just move away. And this is also what I like.
0: Yeah, we should let them move away, actually. Mm -hmm. We should let them move away. We should be okay with them moving away. We should be okay with them not wanting to show up.
1: Yes, And I like actually this agreement. It's an unspoken one here. Uh, Even there's a lot of encounters already doing their business because I saw a lot of like fishermen. They had a little fishing boat and then they got a bigger engine and they got into this dolphin watching business and then swimming and then they got a bigger boat and then got a second boat. So they made money with it. But there is an unspoken agreement that I see like after a while, they figure out the dolphins are not resting and the people go and swim and then they find out okay the dolphins becoming now hectic and they want to move then they let them they let them go you know like in the morning Mm. like at 10 o'clock it's it's done it's really it's like really an early morning um session and it's not the whole day that we have to go and find whales and dolphins i Mm. like actually at least that they respect let them go and hunt, let them go out, let them breathe, you know, kind of
0: yeah, let, time
1: is over. I feel like that.
0: yeah, let them live their life,
1: yes, exactly they need to eat then let them go now, you know it's enough.
0: Mm. So
1: that's important. There is a limit and then, so with, with everything, you know, even um when we have the the whales when we, when we see them in the water, I remember we never went in the water first because you can see them. They're so huge, right? Mm. You don't need to kind of. But I remember when we just swam around the boat, j- just from distance, they're so huge. You see them. they don't need to swim close. They came actually. They came close. They let the cows swim with us. They are curious. They want to also learn about humans. Um, and a little side note, I remember I have always this chance. I don't know why. When I had a camera with me. <laughs> I don't know what they do. They are able to switch that off. I learned that one time. One time I was swimming with a dolphin or group of um group of uh, dolphins, spinner dolphins actually. And I was looking in in my camera. You know, you know when you do like you're watching a sunset, but you don't watch the sunset. You film it actually. You know, it's it's so oh, it's so illogical. I don't know why we do that, but we do that. We do that things. Um, I was looking into this monitor in this green dolphin and I saw close eye and the green shade and I don't know, I looked up it was just in front of me a huge, having think And my camera switched off and I don't know what happened and it's not, it's really no joke it's no accident, there was some reddish flags and recording and flashing and I know, I believe 200%, Two hundred percent, they are able to switch, off. and it happened so many times. They switched off my cameras. I never could fix it. And <laughs> this is also, a lesson. so like you know, being the moment thing. I mean, who wants to see the movie after? You have to go through the experience. You are in the now, yeah, in the present. Oh gosh, this was amazing. Kind of the de- the de- humiliating. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for for this yeah. interview that was wonderful wonderful Thank talking you. to you is there something more that you want to tell our audience
1: I think in general I I believe that you have to listen um a bit more to nature modern nature to the animal kingdom um maybe we can try to connect more Exactly what we spoke about doing a bit for the nature, something or recycle or upcycle or no waste. <laughs> and I think it's also important to think about the whys why you want to connect with an animal, why you have an animal, how you treat animals. Um, and if you even feel like you want to come and see a wild dolphin, you want to swim with a dolphin, um, this is. This is a very specific topic because if you have this call, you know, follow it, follow it. But I don't recommend it. Of course, don't do that activity just for fun, for entertainment. Mm. So always think about the why. So what? What's um, your inner inner motivation? Why you want to um, be with animals and how? Choose wisely. Mm-hmm.
0: That's that's a very good advice. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now how, how can people contact you or find out more about you?
1: Okay, I'm actually in social media. We have a website. It's called seaspirit.org. I have also my own. It's uh, shukriye.me. shukriya.me. I will connect I will give you the link if you like.
0: Yes, I will put everything in the show notes. So all the links will be in the show notes. Yeah.
1: That would be nice. Yes. You can just contact me through Facebook or Instagram. And then I can, whatever someone wants to know for any matters, I will be here. Yes, with pleasure.
0: Great. Thank you very much for for being here, Shikriye. Thank you. Before we go, a quick request. If you have enjoyed this episode of Animal Empathy, please subscribe to Stay in the Loop for more magical insights. Sharing is caring, so spread the word to your fellow animal enthusiasts. And if you could spare a moment leaving a review, would truly mean the world. As we wrap up, remember this, life's most beautiful moments happen in the now. So stay present, embrace the magic, and keep those hearts open. Thank you for being part of our animal loving community. Until next time, stay curious and stay connected.